Susul. Welcome to Under the Plum Bob. It's the podcast about The Sims. You probably know that because you clicked on it, but thank you and welcome if you're new around here. I am Roxy from Team Llama. I'm the figurehead, you might say. And today we are so excited to be talking about Island Living, which is the seventh expansion pack for The Sims 4. And, uh, it's episode 42, and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy says that is the answer to the ultimate question, and the dolphins say thanks for the fish. So we are on brand. Today I have chucked my usual mates overboard and brought on uh, a familiar friend to Team Llama. You might know her. Ahoy, ahoy. It's first mate Melissa here, reporting for duty. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> let's let's get on this island. Let's uh, chuck skipper and ginger overboard i don't know who that would be ginger for me you know ginger marianne yeah uh, i just totally blanked on her name being ginger for some reason i'm like the professor oh i I have an article later that references gilligan's island which i want i spent so much time watching that show you have no idea so it's a classic first of all i'm glad you did um we were just on vacation my family and I and my parents, we were at the beach and my parents were singing the Gilligan's Island theme song ad nauseum. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, all in good fun. But Did you know they are seeing Amazing Grace to the tune of Gilligan's Island? <laughs> Wait a minute. You're going to have to walk me through this one. <laughs> we used to do that in church group. It's like, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I can't go anymore. <laughs> I, I love it. I love <laughs> it so much. Oh my god. I'm basically a castaway at this point because I have just moved house and I'm adrift in a sea of boxes. Wondering you are. where everything is. I have no idea. Wow. But it's kind of like when you load up a, fir- a new game pack and you're like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're loading up Island Living for the first time right now, you're in the right spot because we are here to help. Uh, we are here with some insider tips on the whole shebang here. Um, and we're excited to go through them with you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm over here singing a jaunty sea shanty. Um, <laughs> really any excuse to use the word jaunty. And I, I don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready to dive in Roxy. Are you? Oh my God. I'm so ready to dive in. So, I don't know. When they announced this pack, I was, you know, it's exactly the pack I expected them to announce. If you go back and listen to our New Year's episode, we did a special, like, um, what do you call it? Like, when you guess what's going to happen that year. So, uh, Vanity and I had so much fun. Predictions? New Year's resolutions. It wasn't resolutions, but yeah. So, I was like, they're going to get island. We're going to get, like, a tropical pack. We're going to get university and remains to be seen about university and i can tell you side note how super excited i was when we let we listened to ea play and they brought up that realm of magic announcement i literally was like squealing and my family was like calm down (laughs) i did not see that coming i'm so excited for it but that's not today um so yeah the island living came out um It came out on June 21st and it came out to console on July 16th, which I think is respectable. I'm 
getting more and more like sensitive to the needs of console players because one of our patreons dom is like a big console play- is like a console only player and so i have so much sympathy now for him and what he goes through so i know it's me i'm yeah. the worst i <laughs> i i have been here here i am i'm gonna i'm gonna state it on a number of episodes coming up but i have been shamefully insensitive to the needs and thoughts and feelings of our console listeners. And I want to be the first to apologize. I selfishly just ignored that whole facet of the fandom because I couldn't wrap my head around. Okay. So we're, we're playing the Sims with all of its multiple options and we're using a controller to me. That was so foreign, but you know what, if that's the way you play, I'm not here to shame you about it. That's silly. Um, so sorry, everybody. No, Thanks for was, listening. It, it got us a lot of fan response, which is great. We love hearing, <laughs> excuse me. Got a little uh, fish bone in my throat. We, we love hearing from our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, speaking of, if we, get anything wrong on this episode um, or any episode, but especially if we miss any thing about Island living, that's like your favorite thing or your least favorite thing. And we just don't get, do it justice. Write us a message at yeah. under the plum Bob podcast at gmail.com or go to under the plum Bob.com to send us a message. And like, we will totally, you know, run a correction or whatever. Cause I know there's no way we're going to not miss something. Cause there's so much in this pack. Yeah. There's, there's lots to cover. What happened? Um, do you remember back in, what was it? May, June? It was early June when we first dropped like the announcement and the, the hints about Island Living. Oh, How did the fans respond? It felt, it feels so long ago, but I feel like it was mostly positive. Um, but we did see the typical, it's not university backlash that, I mean, look, it comes with every single pack announcement. I'm, in the university boat, I definitely want to see it, but I understand that other interests exist, and I know a lot of people, including you, were you know hype about a tropical themed pack. My vibe on it initially was a little like, ugh, the um, island. I'm gonna get it wrong every time, but the the Sims the Sims three version of this uh, Island Paradise. It was one of the first packs that had trouble running on my computer and it was effectively what led to the downfall of Sims three for me. So (laughs) it's got a bit of a sour note to it, but that's just my feeling on it. And I will definitely explain how I've come around on Island living. So uh, we're not going to go deep into the history of Island life, Island themes in the Sims, but we're going to mention, you know, where we have the road that got us here. Yes. And the various games, just briefly, that have also featured the style of gameplay. So, do you remember any of these games? Only the one, and I mentioned it in the beginning, but I really didn't play... I don't think I got that far in terms of Sims 2. I didn't have a ton of the expansion packs mm-hmm. uh, in Sims 2. And Sims 1, no island life to be spoken of, Um but by the time you hit Sims 2, you got a couple options. Um, Sims 2 Bon Voyage was the expansion pack that had the most like tropical adjacent things. Bon Voyage, I think, was the vacation pack in general. Yeah, that sounds right. So I wanna I didn't have this one. I think it had an option to 
to get away. Um, and there <laughs> might have been other locations, but in Sims 2 Bon Voyage, there was Tweaky Island. Um, <laughs> adorable. But if but if you had the Sims 2 stories, there was the Castaway stories, which I believe involved like, I'm trapped on an island. Yeah. How do I get I guess off it was, of this island? So it was like the last part of the Sims stories series. And mm-hmm. in addition to that, there was also something called the Sims 2 Castaway. So like they had a whole thing going on in the Sims 2. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Did you play this or were you just No, made I was aware? researching. Very nice. Yeah, I never I never played the stories ser- series of games and they've always intrigued me. So Yeah, they sound really fun. Uh, I wish they'd do something like that. I mean, I guess they have a little bit, but it seems yeah. like they're kind of bouncing around trying to please all different kinds of people because they had yeah. Strangerville, which was all about storyline and they had Island Living, which has been criticized for not having enough of a storyline and like you kind of have to dig in and like really motivate yourself to learn about all the different features that we've just can't believe all the people who are like, Oh, I played that for a day and then I did everything and I was done. And I'm like, you clearly don't have a clue what's on in this pack. Cause it, yeah, there's so much. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, Sims two had castaway stuff and bon voyage in Sims three, you had a whole pack called Island paradise. And that was a whole new world where you got your jet skis, your water scooters, your underwater diving, um, you know, homes that you could only get to by boat, houseboats, uh, houseboats. Um, we discussed in the Social Bunny episode, but houseboats are deeply missed, but also not in this version for good reason. Also, I think you properly got eaten by sharks in that game and uh, yeah. ended up like a skeleton at the bottom of the sea or something. <laughs> yeah, I kind of really remember that. Brutal crap. Yeah. And if the Island Paradise world wasn't your fave, you could also download uh, Sunlit Tides from the Sims 3 store. But I think you had to purchase that. And it was like a separate item you could buy. So yeah, that's all. We're not doing, you know, the big background into that, but that's there and you might remember it. And if you want to write in with stories from those games, feel free. We'll share them on the show uh, if they make the cut. But yeah, so... So the community in general had a more positive reaction to this pack than it did to get famous. Um, I think the balance between getting a new world, getting new careers, uh, having the option of full-time versus part-time, the new skills um, and all the cool extras that came with this pack, including mermaids um, got people really excited versus, sorry, versus how they felt about, about get famous. So um <laughs> Lots, lots to get hype about. And if you want to learn more about kind of the build up to this PAX release, um, there is a Social Bunny episode that we did on it. That was Social Bunny episode 10. Um, You can check that out on our website under theplumbob.com. Or, you know, on our podcast feed. (laughs) There were some questions about the size of the world, but the Sims team kind of came out again with the line that they've been repeating for the last couple of packs, which is that they're worried about non-gaming laptops not being able to cope with the game, a la my issues with uh, Island... Jesus Christ. Paradise. Island Paradise. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Island Jesus Christ Paradise. That's its full yes. name. <laughs> Jesus Christ Paradise. 
bloopers. That's two songs for ne- for this episode. We're like four seconds in. It's great. <laughs> Do you count Amazing Grace and Gilligan's Island theme song as two songs? Because you should. <laughs> I think it's a mashup. It's a mashup. It's perfect. Sims 3, Sims 3 was problematic uh, for a lot of people, including me, which I didn't play Sims 3 when it was like really the game. Because I took a big break, had kids, deal with it. And by the time we, I, I don't know, I've just been more into Sims 4 than Sims 3. And I cannot get my laptop to run more than two packs of Sims 3. I think even my computer, my desktop doesn't run more than two packs of Sims 3. And it's just, I can't deal with the changing of controls. And, you know, yeah. So I think if Island Paradise didn't wreck your computer, World Adventures did. According to Rebecca, that's what her computer will run so it's just sims 3 is hard it's like it's old technology and like it or not sims 4 is where we're at sims 4 is what's being updated and keeping up with the pace of technology so let's just try to love it man yeah until we get five let's just try to love it (laughs) yeah because i know some people are just really bummed out okay so island living there was a trailer and for some reason, a lot of the sources I looked at online said there was no trailer for Island Living. And I'm like, no, there was totally a trailer. It's even called a trailer. I don't know what you're thinking. Maybe, I don't know. There's something I'm missing. But there was a trailer. <laughs> and then they did like a gameplay video. They called it a gameplay video, but it felt more like a introduction to Solani. And the voice actress they got to um, voice the Sim is Moana, which hashtag on brand. So, Yeah. They took the sim that looks like Moana and they had the actress that played Moana do this. And it was kind of like a sublime moment for me, but she's a goddamn treasure. Anyone who comes at me with Moana hate, just come at me, just come at me because I love, (laughs) and I'm going to find her name because I don't, I wanted to find it, but I'm not sure I could pronounce it properly. (laughs) I mean, Lin-Manuel, even though I haven't, we all know I haven't seen, listened to Hamilton yet. I acknowledge that he's hot shit. He was involved in Moana. Therefore, it's going to be great. Yeah, I thought Moana was really good. And um, anyone, my boss like hated it. And I was just like, you have no soul. <laughs> so the voice actress from Disney's Moana, Ali'i Cravalho, um, came on and did a kind of voiceover for some promotional material as part of this pack that you mentioned. And she's just, she's a treasure and she is beloved by me. Um, and I think it was a really like, it was a cool choice. And it was also like, maybe like getting ahead of the people who are going to be like, Oh, like let's make Moana. Like, Oh, the Moana pack. And I mean, people kind of <laughs> already did that. So this, we already beat effect. you to it. Yeah, so there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they didn't make an aerial. So, you know, all you aerial fans are allowed to go and like live your dream and make all the aerials you want. Oh, they have. Check out the gallery. There are so many. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to throw in a mermaid here. Let's see. What can I what, what can I include as a mermaid? And boy, it's there so were great. plenty. It's so great because, you know, now you can do the Disney princess challenges and like have Ariel be a mermaid, which just feels right. So it sure does. I have nothing but love for that situation. And um, what I really loved was some people did like Lilo and Stitch. And <gasps> I just love that because... They fit in perfectly, and it's my favorite Disney Pixar I didn't movie. even think of that. Oh, I'm I doing know. it. I've it's seen so 
I've seen Lilo. Actually, that's a lie. I have done Lilo and Stitch. I did a big build Newcrest with Disney characters. Oh my um, God, I love it. And I made Nani and Lilo and I made Stitch, who was a uh, very bastardized version of a French bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a puzzle for sure. He's a puzzle. Although, actually, well, I'm not even going to say that. We'll save that for Realm of Magic. Word. Word. <laughs> Stay tuned, Hasht- friends. Hashtag familiars. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, world of Sulani has three kind of islands, areas. It's like vaguely Hawaii-esque or, you know, Pacific Islander. I don't know. I, I don't get out much. <laughs> <laughs> but there's Ohanali Town. Sorry if I mispronounce that. It's my best guess. The, it has the most lots, and it's the idea that it's like a fishing town, but now it's become like a bustling center of community and culture and, you know, kind of modernizing, becoming part of like this this modern world of the Simstom or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. The Sim universe. Um, so there's places where you can get cultural. There's places where you can just play on the sand there's a sandbar which is a great place to go on dates and like people will invite you and you're like "Ooh, i got a free trip to sulani this is great (laughs) um and there's a couple of two playable families on that in that neighborhood and two uh, like available lots that have houses i believe um and so there's lani saint taz is the other area and this has like white beaches warm seas some a couple of families and it's got a free space that's 50 by 50 which is a great lot size hello kind of do what you want i actually am working on building a love island house there of course you are of course i am i've never watched the show but everybody on the team talks about it and i got obsessed with the love island app game and so Amazing. now i'm like i have to do this in the sims it's just a thing that needs to happen i feel like lonnie saint taz is like the like the bougie area it's like you know kind of the higher you know the the upper class area and i know a lot of people with that 50 by 50 lot have built some incredible builds including but not limited to a really great um like malibu dream house sort of <laughs> barbie style or just like a multi-level like island mansion and it's gorgeous if you if you want i i don't have the original creator but i do know um kelsey from buzzfeed on buzzfeed multiplayer took a version that someone made and kind of barbie it for her barbie challenge um so oh, check no. that out on buzzfeed multiplayer oh no that's so funny <laughs> it's good it's a good one uh yeah there's so many like, we're not going to talk a lot about the build items but there's a lot of amazing builds that are coming out from this pack. And I highly recommend you check them all out on the gallery or YouTube or wherever you go look at things. So, I mean, obviously you can't look at anything. It's a podcast, but whatever. Trust <laughs> Visual us. medium podcast. We know what we're talking right? about. You know, you're just listening to this while you play. We understand it. It's cool. We're friends. <laughs> you can love us even though we're not a visual medium. Anyway. I'm, I'm best loved when I'm not a visual medium. Let's be real. <laughs> Oh, come on, honey. <laughs> You're beautiful. I know. All right. So my favorite um, neighborhood is you, or island is Moa Palam. And that is where you live out the conservationist career. It's the island has like a health meter that's like, you know, invisible. But as you go around cleaning up and conserving, it 
eventually blossoms into like a fully fledged best version of itself. And, you know, there's a little cove area by the volcano, I think where mermaids will gather once you reach the max health level. So I'm excited to get to that point at some point at some day in my game when I have time to play enough. Um. (laughs) So if you, if you get the Island back to its best self, you're saying um, there will be like a little mermaid pod that shows up. I believe so. And then there's like, you know, it'll just generally look better that you won't have the algae blooms. You'll have like more wildlife and butterflies and things. And I think maybe plants grow better. I don't know. Sweet. But uh, so this is the area that's like beautiful yet dangerous. It's got a volcano. It's got a waterfall. So the volcano, you know, can shake up your life if you're living on that lot. The waterfall you can do lots of interactions with can uh, go swimming or not swimming, but like you can play in it. You can take a shower. You can get up to some woohoo and you can like summon <laughs> frogs. So beautiful yet dangerous is what they called me in high school. So <laughs> nice. um there's no sims living on the island but it has two lots um one's like the tiny little research center at the foot of the volcano and then the other one's like a shipwreck which is amazing and cool and obviously the first place i went to live um and then it's almost like two islands because this the free lot that's like 40 by 30 is kind of like separated by a little bit of water but it's like unclear whether it's like actually a separate island or just like a sandbar situation i don't know i don't get out much didn't i say this so yeah (laughs) um i i also loaded a house on that lot that i I had fun playing in once i got sick of being off the grid oh yeah so the the uh speaking of off the grid i'm jumping ahead a little bit but the do it like research center lot has the volcanic activity lot trait so that's exciting. And it's kind of cool because you can get basically like free stuff when you get a lava bloom, a lava Sweet. bomb, and then you go and like open it later. And then the uh, shipwreck has off the grid because I guess there's no wiring in a shipwreck. That makes sense. So yeah, we'll talk more about off the grid later. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there's a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, we got some new lot traits uh, with this pack and they are very exciting. So yeah, I like I like lot traits. I think they're fun. I agree. Do you but want first, to talk about the townies? I would love to because these townies are, um, they're colorful. They have colorful outfits. They're colorful in terms of they're all very different and they're diverse. And it's it's just a lovely addition to a game that has already made leaps and bounds in terms of showing that there are many different types of people in the world. So being on this island, you know, it's definitely got a Polynesian Hawaiian feel uh, and the names and the sort of the townies, the new townies reflect that. I covered this already in general <laughs> in the Social Bunny episode, but this is just me spouting off again about how much I love these townies. So first things first, we have the Nagata family, and I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. We'll Their go with lot it. name. We'll go with it. The lot name that they live on is called Reef Finery. <laughs> and their description is, Coming to Sulani for inspiration, Layla didn't expect to fall in love so deeply with the islands. And it wasn't just the scenery that she fell for, but also for Oleana and her son Tane that welcomed her, that welcomed her so easily into their family. The three are now an inseparable trio that call Sulani their home, enjoying the sand and ocean at their own pace. I love them. 
Um, I want to keep them safe at all costs. Uh, Oleana <laughs> is a young adult. Good luck with that. I, w- we we got to talk about that. Um, Oleana is a young adult. She's a level five athlete, career bodybuilder uh, with the bodybuilder aspiration. She is jealous slash active slash slob slash high metabolism. Jealous. She I'm is jealous built. of your. Yeah, no, she's she is a tank and she's gorgeous and her like cute like orange and blue outfit is everything I want to be. She's also <laughs> sporting one of the new Cass hair um, types, which yeah. is this like sloppy bun that I relate to so hard. Um, <laughs> thick hair girls unite. Uh, T- Tane is her son. He's a child. He's a whiz kid. Um, and he has the geek trait and he's just dressed in like the most adorable island clothing. And can we just talk about how like, why are all the children geeks with the whiz kid aspiration? I feel like, isn't that what the youngest daughter in the Bergenson house is too? I swear, it seems like all of your kids. It's like, okay, branch out a little I bit. Mean, okay, listen, sorry, rant over. This doesn't mean anything. I'm trying to look up name origins on the fly, but it doesn't have one for this, so. Oh, no. Well, I don't think uh, the Sims Wiki last time I checked hadn't finished inputting all the island living stuff yet. Gotcha. Don't they know we are on a timeline? Come on. So we had to work yeah. really hard on this Hello. episode. Um, but Layla... <laughs> Layla Isles, um, she's in the family. She's together with Oleana. I think this is our first pre-made lesbian family uh, in Sims 4. Yes, I mm-hmm. believe so. We did discuss that in Social Bunny. So little shout out to, to these guys uh, in addition to uh, Brant and Brent Hecking from Pets. Uh, this is Layla and Oleana. And they're in love. And it's so cute. So Layla's last name is Isles, which is you know, kind of a no-brainer there. She's a young adult. She is a watercolor dabbler for her career and a painter extraordinary aspiration. She's clumsy, creative, loves the outdoors, is a muser. Yes, here's here's a quick under the plumbob fact about Layla. Poor Layla. She's this poor blonde white lady. And if that sentence hasn't been said enough in this world, um, <laughs> she has died in multiple Twitch streams that our team at Under the Plumbub has done. Uh, if you're not familiar, check out our Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Under the Plumbub. Did I get that right? I have no idea. That was pretty good, though. Just look us up. It's fine. I think it's Under the Plumbub podcast. You know how to Google. You know how to Google. Just find us. Roxy murdered her as part of a uh, mermaid challenge, right? You were doing Evil like a murder. mermaid challenge. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's not, let's not stereotype mermaids here. <laughs> They're a very sensitive bunch. <laughs> Um, so Roxy murdered her as part of that challenge. And then Caitlin and Ava were doing a stream and murdered her because she littered on the beach and did not apologize for it. So Layla, listen, we're coming for you. Just watch yourself. But I do love your outfit. We just think Oleana could do better. That's Mm, all. Controversial. Hot take. All right. Uh, I killed Oleana too. So that's true. uh, Yeah. No, that your mermaid had no... (laughs) was no holds barred hashtag evil mermaid hashtag it should be on youtube by the time you hear this so check it out if twitch isn't your thing which it might not be and that's okay i'm gonna also talk about the kialoha household which is a family of four uh their lot is called kinship like kinship yeah no audio (laughs) medium it's great uh in ohanali town um, which is kind of, as we said, like the cool down to earth downtown neighborhood area. 
The Kialohas are the epitome of Sulani, an industrious, welcoming, tight-knit young family rooted firmly in island tradition to honor the past while supporting the bright future of their extended family community. Um, And I love every single one of these people. Again, we protect them at all costs. You've got Makoa. (laughs) He was featured in the Island Living trailer. Um, I think a lot of people voiced their disappointment that he was already married when the game started. So (laughs) relax, thirsty bitches. So is Bob Pancakes. Nobody had a problem with that. (laughs) What they though? This Makoa is is a tall drink of kava for sure. Hashtag go listen to our Keeping Up with the Pancakes episode. We think that family is just there to be broken up so that people can either get with Eliza or get with Bob. Interesting. That's that's a hot take. I only tell the truth. That's a hot take theory. Do you think that the <laughs> that the Kialohas may suffer the same fate? Uh I would assume so. All right. So, well, so you've got Makoa, a.k.a. Daddy. He's in the trailer. He's a young adult. He is a land surveyor within the conservationist career. That's level three when you start the game. He has a successful lineage aspiration, which, like, you're going to be a homewrecker. You're going to break up that that family with his successful lineage aspiration. Fine. His traits, active, ambitious, child of the ocean, domestic, gregarious. Do we love him? Yes. Um, for some reason, he has two bonus traits. Y- you notice I rattled off five there. Yeah, what? So do we have an answer for that? Or is it just like play the game and figure it out? I have no idea. I didn't even know that was a thing. This household must have been like the one they really messed with in mm-hmm. development because it has some other yeah, quirks they, too. Maybe they've been blessed by the island spirits. Who's to say? Uh, his mm-hmm. wife, Liliana Kialoha, is also a young adult. She is also a land surveyor. Oh, they work together. You can't break them up. She aspires to have a big, happy family, and her traits are good, family-oriented, cheerful, and domestic. What is the domestic trait? Did I... That's from the family aspirations. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it. So that's her bonus trait. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. I knew that. You knew that. I knew that. <laughs> I, I was, for whatever reason, thinking that was, like, the neat aspiration. I'm like, that's a little 1950s. Don't know that I love that. But anyway, you have... <sighs> Clearly, you don't have kids. <laughs> Clearly, I do not. Hashtag seven dollars challenge. I'm sorry. I just mean when you have kids, you kind of are forced to become dom- more domestic. Because, you, you know, most people don't want their kids you know, buried in squalor plus their basic house, like child rearing, child care tasks that are basically domestic that you have to absolutely, do. Just absolutely. To, yeah. As I, as I do like a slow swivel and turn around to look at my just filthy yeah. apartment, I'm staring at, <laughs> well, I'm surrounded by boxes right now. So I'm, I'm staring at four empty glasses that are just at my desk. Then they live here now and they're fine. They love it. I have two. So I don't know what that says about me. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of seven toddlers challenge, you have Nani Kialoha, who is a toddler, who is a charmer, and has the most gorgeous little big hair that I have ever seen. And I love her. And do we have like a counter yet this episode? Can we have a ding every time I say like, I love them. Oh my God, I love them. Because I do. I do. Everyone in this (laughs) just makes me so happy. Um, Yeah, it's like we got four families, but they're all solid. Truly, they really are. We've got the teen of the family, Dwayne Tala. Um, I'm not really sure why he's got a last name that's different. So he has a part-time job as a wave watcher, um, which I guess is a lifeguard. Correct. 
He has he aspires to be an angling ace, and he's a goofball, he's a bro, and he's a collector. So he's not related to anyone in the household. He doesn't share the last name as the rest of the people in his household or any other household. Right. It's not really clear why he's uh, here. Roxy, do you have a theory as to why he's part of this fam? I don't, but Sims Wiki does. Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to take credit for their theory, but they think he's based off of Maui because uh, from Disney's Moana movie, uh, the Island God or whatever. Yeah, Maui. He kind of looks like him, and obviously, The Rock's real name, his name, his name he goes by now is Dwayne Johnson, and it's spelled differently. But you know, you obviously kind of get like Dwayne, Dwayne. Yeah. it's a visual thing. You get it. W versus um, U. I refuse to refer I to his his great uh his majesty as anything but his full name, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Like the Rock is now his middle name yeah. to me. Um That may be legal too, so for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm actually a wrestling fan, so I'm fine with this whole him crossing over. It's cool. Maybe they're talking about the phrase extended family in the uh family description so like in the sims if it was an in-game like cousin or something you know it would be in the family tree but if they didn't have all the other sims to connect oh, the family tree okay pieces so maybe he's like a cousin i actually thought he might be um one of the sims like mm-hmm. son but it's definitely not held up in the family tree so i think you can kind of do whatever you want with it you know he's a little cuz he's just the the bro that that lives cousin is a very important term in that like culture really the whole all the family members are you know it's it's more tightly knit so that's pretty cool i could see it working i wish they'd been a little more clear but ohana means family and family means nobody gets left behind or forgotten so (sighs) yeah i've been looking at this screenshot the entire time confused because i thought Dwayne was Makoa for whatever reason. I don't know why. I mean, it makes sense. Makoa's no, <laughs> no. Makoa's the the weird like bird hairstyle. I don't love that hair. I will be the first <laughs> to say it. I don't love that hair. I don't think it belongs on an adult. I don't think it belongs on anyone who's not like seven. So <laughs> I actually really like it, but I, I've heard complaints. You're hearing it from me. I think it's it's an overgrown mullet mohawk <laughs> and i don't like it so okay so this that makes more sense to me it's, it's 21st century mullet i think the way the pose is he looks shorter than um yeah than liliana not that that i mean wives are taller than their husbands that's the thing that exists i don't know i'm biased i didn't mean it. i'm taller than my husband are you really yeah nice I, I love anything that shows that in uh, media too. Cause I'm like, I'm so sick of thing. Like I grew up basically thinking, uh, you know, I have to find a man taller than me, but there weren't any. So no, I mean, I'm not that tall, but like the guy yeah. I fell in love with is short. Yeah. Just a thing. That's all that matters. If you're in love and it's meant to be height is not an issue. I'm just my, my bias. That's why I'm yelling at myself. My bias is showing and I don't yeah. like when that happens. It's all good. Um, and of course, there's no real, there's no official height sliders in right. the game. You have to add a mod to change heights. Mm-hmm. So it's really just an optical illusion. Maybe it's that yeah. dumb bird hair throwing me off. I don't know. <laughs> I, listen, can you please tell me about the Hoapili family? Because ding, I love them. Ding. Yeah, I love this family too. So uh, you said Hoapili. That sounds right. Hoapili? I don't know. Hoapili. 
If anyone with an authority on this wants to uh, write in, we've we've done the research. We've you know tried to like sound these out as best we can. Please, please correct us if we are hopelessly wrong. Thank you. Exactly. All right. <laughs> so here's their little family bio. Sitting high above the center of Ohanali Town, Kiala watches over the townsfolk who look to her for guidance. These, this spirited, young-at-heart grandmother has taken young Leah under her wing to pass on the knowledge and cultural history of Sulani through the generations. That's so beautiful. Um, they live in the Chieftain's Villa, which yes. explains why I couldn't get in there the other day. All right, that's fine. <laughs> I was like, is this a community lot? No, this is like a house. That's why I can't see anything inside. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'd already mentioned Kiala. She's an elder. She's unemployed, uh, as she should be. Elders should be able to relax. Mm-hmm. Her aspirations, freelance botanist. I haven't gone in to, to play her, but I'm assuming, uh, I don't know what level she is. I would hope she's kind of high, because being, it, it's just, I hate when you play elders and they're only at like level three or five of their career. And it's like, you have no hope or aspiration or what do you know? Not career, but like they're low in their, they're either like zero in their aspiration. And then it's like, you have no time to actually get them to their life goal. Yeah. That's frustrating. Just one of my pet peeves. But maybe she like probably starts at zero, which is annoying. Well, maybe she like, you know, worked an office job her whole life and she's like, you know what? I'm, 67 i want to go back to my roots i want to go and live on the island and i'm like i'm done with this i'm retiring i'm going to be unemployed i'm going to be a freelance botanist and i'm not in it for like the money or aspiration i'm just i want to be who i'm going to be i think it's clear that she's lived on the island her whole life though all right that's fair like at some point the traditions were passed down to her now she's passing them on to leah anyway we're getting way way down the rabbit hole but yeah she has the child of the islands trait erratic hot-headed and collector um so she's like you know the crazy old lady and you know if you saw moana they had this character although she was a little plumper <laughs> as yes. i recall um, but it was a beautiful character and i'm glad they represented that type of character in island living because it fits right in and then there's Leah Huada. 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 I don't know. Huada, I I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, she's a young adult. She has a career as an advice columnist, which is the writer career, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, (laughs) Her aspiration is to be a Renaissance sim. And her traits are bookworm, gloomy, perfectionist, and quick learner. Leah possesses a masculine body frame, which hints that perhaps she is a transgender sim. but she is able to get pregnant. So, you know, you can interpret it however you like. Maybe she's just got a different body type. Maybe she's a trans sim. Uh, either way, I think it's, you know, a nice character to represent. Leah and Kiala are actually connected on the family tree. However, the parent relationship is blank. So... <laughs> okay, uh, tell me. Tell me everything. There's a theory... They have different surnames, so it's mm-hmm. like, did they create a parent and then delete them, and so it's just a shadow, there's no like actual sim connected to that? Or is it an indication that their tie is a spiritual family rather than a biological family? <laughs> it's so beautiful, I love them, dang! I know, it's very beautiful. And then we have the... You got this. Kahanui family? Kahananui. Yeah, you missed a non. <laughs> yes, Kahananui family. 
And these are like the other family that live in what's that other place called? We just did this. Why don't I remember? St. Taz. Lonnie, <laughs> Lonnie St. Taz. Yeah. Along with the Nagata family, they live on Lonnie St. Taz, which is like the up, more upscale area. They are the self-appointed Sulani ambassadors. They're an imp- enterprising couple, uh, married couple, Mele and Alika. They've decided to live out their golden years in a dream retreat away from the bustle of Ohanali town. Uh, their lot's name is Journey End. Journey's End, I can talk. And let's see, we have a little etymology here. Entomology? Entomology? Entomology. Unless you're trying to talk about their their glasses, because then it would be ophthalmology. Yeah, exactly. Ophthalmology? This is ologies. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 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 Kahanu. Kahana. No, why? Kahanu. I forgot how to say it. We're doing great. Kahananui. It means the great work or the hard job. It's made up of the Hawaiian words ka, meaning the, hana, meaning work, and nui, meaning big. So I guess I should have read this a while ago. Ka, hana, nui. Much more. Uh, Mele is an adult. She's an assistant manager, business career, I believe. Uh, her aspiration is the mansion baron. She's materialistic, outgoing, neat, and business savvy. The Mele in Hawaiian is, uh, let's see, it's like a, a chant or a poem to chant songs or poems Aww. so they're definitely like locals they've just moved up in the world alika is and she's an adult she's also in the business career she's wishes to be fabulously wealthy she's a snob foodie self-assured and business savvy and her name means truthful or most beautiful in hawaiian and swahili nice so hinting at it maybe like a mixed you know heritage hmm. So unlike the more humble or carefree nature of the other Sulani res- residents, Kahana Nui's have uh, pretty much opposite values. And they're more f- they seem to be more focused on like the glitz and the glam and the tourism and the bringing in, you know, rich people to populate the island, which, you know, I, I hear is a problem in some parts of Hawaii as well. So eh, it's kind of interesting. Um, they're adults, so they're not too old to have children. So if you wanted to go in and play them and and, you know, shake it up you could do so all right so those are our families uh let's get into playing the game there's so much to do in this game Mm -hmm. don't you agree i definitely agree new new stuff that i some that we've been wanting and some that i think we didn't know we wanted and we do want and Mm -hmm. it's great so all different kinds of new uh interactive items we got beach towels upon which you can lay and tan You've got canoes. You've got other like outrigger boats that you can use to explore the water. Uh, you've got fish traps you can use to, uh, duh, tra- trap fish. You got your floaties. Love me some floaties. You can use those in the open water. And if you have a pool, you can use it there too. We've got food stalls. Whoop. Sorry. I said woot. Woot to floaties. New food stalls with the local cuisines. Um, swings we didn't have swings before new swings new swings okay that's what i thought i think these are the first new swings since seasons okay uh we've got water scooters which i guess is their like cute way of saying jet skis i don't know why we needed to change that but water scooter <laughs> sea maybe, maybe jet ski might be copyrighted yeah. i know sea is a sea say that again i guess that's what they call it in like the midwest to sea really 
S-E-A-D-O. I have oh. never heard that before. I love it. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I think it's a brand name. I like that. Hashtag not sponsored. I like that the Midwest has its own special name for a jet ski slash sea and they're not, they're like the furthest from the sea. Like, do they have an authority? <laughs> they love their lakes. They do. Man. Then call it a lake do. Hmm. That might mean a different thing. No. <laughs> Lake do. Uh, don't go in that lake. Ask me the toilet paper. I need to do a lake do. Oh, it's not an object, but my favorite new interaction is you can pee in the water yes. now. Uh, anyone a fan of Survivor <laughs> who's listening, uh, we call that an aqua dump. Anyway, <laughs> potty humor. It's what you've tuned into this podcast for. You're welcome. And if you loaded up the game and were wondering where you can find any of this stuff, they are community items. If you walk around, you'll find them. They're these little beach supply vending machines. That's where I bought my floaties. That's where I bought my sunscreen. Definitely get your sunscreen in real life and in the game. Um, You can lay out and get like a nice tan, but if you're out too long, you can definitely get sunburnt. I'm sure there's like a new death associated with that or it just does it just fall in with like being outside too long and burned alive. I don't know. I mean, I haven't tried it. Obviously, if you were sunbathing in winter clothing and got overheated. Ventral goddess, what are you doing? Get it. You're supposed to be our death expert. I Evil mermaid. Okay. All right. All right. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I'll start, but do note that you cannot tan if you are a alien skin tone like blue or red or green was very disappointed yeah there are all different kinds of floaties that i just want to mention for a moment because you can get like your traditional like couch like like flat floaty um is that what they're called across the board we call them floaties float loungers just in the game just go with it floaties there's a pizza one (laughs) we accept your terminology here there's a pizza one there's a pineapple (laughs) one there's a, a little whale one that is adorable just go and and have all of them there's a rainbow one, mm-hmm. A plus, yeah. A plus on the floaties. So what about yeah. what about the new traits you can get in Cass? Uh, there's just two that are on the board that you can get that are not hidden. Um, Child of the Islands, which is like you're really connected to Sulani culture, and Child of the Ocean, which means you're prefer you prefer water water related activity activities, and you're probably going to have better luck befriending dolphins and things like that. But you can't eat fish or look at fish that are mounted. So Yeah, I learned that one the hard well, way. That's a heads up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's the lot traits we referred to earlier. We've already gone over volcanic activity. And uh, I guess that's the only one we went over in detail. Uh, we mentioned off the grid briefly, which we might have to do a whole episode on off the grid. <laughs> do you want to talk about the oceanic paradise trait? I would love to. Um, Oceanic Paradise. This lot has an abundance of ocean life. Swimming in the ocean is an inspiring endeavor, and dolphins and rare fish are easily found here. This lot trait cannot be removed from or added to lots. It's a fixed trait on certain lots in Sulani, kind of like the historical trait in city living. Mm. You can't really customize it, but it's there, and you should utilize it if you have a lot that has it. Island spirits. This is a lot trait that dictates that ancient island spirits inhabit this lot, visiting frequently. How will Sims choose to interact with them? 
We've got volcanic activity as another trait. Um, This lot is near an active volcano. What does that mean? Well, you've got to watch out for earthquakes and steam vents and, you know, the occasional lava bomb here and there. (laughs) It's totally fine. Um, Off the grid. We'll talk about it. We may have another episode on it, but this lot isn't connected to electricity or plumbing. No utility bills, but no, like, running water or lights. Uh, Or phone service. Yeah. So that's a bummer, but, you know, some people are really into that as its own challenge. So I think this is a nice moment of the developers listening to what we want and putting it in the game. Yeah, I think I I need us to do a whole challenge, like, off-the-grid challenge episode so we can really get into the Mm nitty-gritty. And the the modding options, because I think there are already some mods that are out that fix this trait. We'll just leave it there. Good stuff. But um, off the grid and the next trait, clothing optional, are actually available to your base game. So if you don't have Island Living, you can still get these two traits. Mm. But clothing optional is a little tricky. Um, If you are a family player, you probably don't want to use this trait because no kids are allowed on the lot. Nude beaches, let me tell you. Yeah. I tried having it on as a joke on my... uh, park lot and i then i wanted to have a wedding and none of the kids were allowed to come so i was like oh wow okay never mind (laughs) so yeah did you try to complete the beach life aspiration i did not okay so this is the one new aspiration we got within island living um some people said it was way too easy some people like me (laughs) cannot earn a gold on a party to save their lives so (laughs) I couldn't get past level one. <laughs> so yeah, there's that, it, you know, <laughs> I mean, I am not a good hostess. I got started on this one. You, yeah, basically your sim wants to take it slow and enjoy beach life. First level, you're a tourist. You need to get a suntan, earn gold at a kava party, eat a coconut. And I think I got like two out of those three. And eat a coconut waiting for the trees to grow can take a really long time, sure. but you can buy them from like the uh, food stands. Sure. So yeah, there you go. Surprise. If you didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> then you're a sand sifter. You need to find some things. Beach combing. Beach combing is a great, is a great addition to, to the game. You know, I want to see, it would have been so cool if they'd included a metal detector yeah. so that like, kind of like when you upgrade your uh, drones or whatever, you know, the really serious sand sifters get their, metal detectors out and they find more you know valuable things sadly they didn't make a mod (sighs) yeah yeah make a mod uh if you're if you want to graduate from sand sifter you have to grill barbecue or roast food uh after that you could use the new like food pit item which Mm -hmm. we didn't mention earlier but it's kind of a cool item because you can use it to make a, a grand feast from mm. seasons, or you can use it to make um, a couple of specific island living dishes. And, you know, yeah, it takes a while, but you don't have to stand there cooking it. You basically like pile it on and then you fix it and forget it. And then you come back later and you're like, oh, lovely Hawaiian food. Uh, it's like <laughs> in the real world, something that I've always wanted to like try is a really authentic um, yeah. barbecue roast situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool nod to real culture after you're a sand sifter you become a leisurely local you have to explore the beach cave discovered buried treasure uh, and once you can do that you're a beach fixture goals include doze off while relaxing in a lounge chair or float lounger i mean yes <laughs> and once you've gotten everything you need for that aspiration your reward trait laid back sims who are laid back never become tense Ugh, i wish right <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, that sounds good. So a couple of notes. Exploring the beach cave is, if you're in the conservationist career, which we're about to get into, is uh, very important. <laughs> Once mm-hmm. you've explored it enough times, there's like a mural that appears next to the cave. And I believe that mural will completely fill in once you've explored the cave enough times. Um, but obviously I haven't been able to do that yet, but there you go. And it's located on Moapalam, kind of like around the corner from the waterfall. And apparently it actually appears on the map. So if you're having trouble finding it, just try to do, look there. Nice. Um, buried treasure, I'm assuming you could find either by scuba diving, snorkeling, or like digging in the sand. So that's probably not too hard. If you're going to do this aspiration, we found this out from uh, the Sims-inspired Kate, who's like, uh, she has an Instagram and she's one of our Patreons. She had a Sim who had bought like, uh, one of the rewards that you don't need sleep. So it was really hard to get her to doze off. So if you're planning on buying that trait, maybe finish this aspiration first and then buy the the requires less sleep uh, traits or whatever. Wow, I didn't even think of that. And also we are going to acknowledge here that laid back is the exact same trait that you can buy from the reward store that uh, I forget what it is, but it's there's a trait in there that also keeps you from becoming tense. Oh, so okay, cool. It's a tad lazy, <laughs> but you don't have to spend your points to get it if you want to just complete this aspiration that some people find easy to (laughs) complete i wish i could say i had finished it in a week but i did not (laughs) no neither did i but i also like was really into exploring all the different things so i had like one person doing the conservationist career one person who was a fisher you know i might have done better if i just had one sim but i can't do that (laughs) yeah adhd is a thing if you're looking for more of a challenge the the new career with its two career tracks that they put in this game have reward traits too. Mm -hmm. You've got the conservationist career, which is added. It's very appropriate. You know, you can go about Island life. Very this, the beach. I am one with the ocean. I am chill. I am laid back. I, you know, I'm just going with the flow. If you're a conservationist, you're actively a part of keeping the Island at its best. Uh, You've watched every nature documentary out there and you know just how much the planet is in danger from educating the public to performing research expeditions. You want to truly make a difference. Change won't happen overnight, but keep at it and your hard work can lead to thriving ecosystems. This career focuses a lot on the logic trait, so buy that chessboard. Also, uh, it's one of the few careers I've seen where when you do your like daily assignments, it'll actually raise your logic trait. And when the game first came out, I believe it raised random traits, but I think they fixed that in a patch. What do you mean? Like you would be like a lot of your job uh, daily tasks are like research conservation or something. And so you have to get a computer. So don't try to do this off the grid, but like you get on the computer, you do research. And while you're doing research, you also get notifications that your logic's going up. Mm, and I, th- I got it. think they left that in, but you would also occasionally get notifications of other skills going up, like charisma or whatever. And I, I I'm pretty see. sure they patched it so that only logic goes up, but I could be wrong. So if anyone out there knows, write in and tell us. Please. <laughs> so you can go two ways with conservationists. You can be environmental manager branch. Uh, use your expertise to consult on environmental policies, secure grants, and spread awareness to the masses. It's time to widen the scope of your work. Focuses on charisma and logic to get promotion. And your bonus trait 
is natural speaker. Sims with the natural speaker trait are naturally charismatic and have no trouble whatsoever convincing other Sims to take a more proactive role in protecting the environment. Okay. So it's it's a charisma-based trait. It sounds like it really only applies to telling people about nature. So, I mean, it's it's great to have in your back pocket. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a reward trait, I don't know that it helps. Like, it, I feel like it would be nice to have, you know, while you're doing the career. <laughs> but it you only get it when you reach the top. So I guess once you're an expert is when you get that trait, which is kind of funny. I have figured out... The, the other thing was, it's an actual item in the game called Can You See Me Now Camera. Uh-huh. It is a camera item that's called Can You See Me Now. So it's a new camera item that I'm sure you can use for taking glorious panoramic shots of the, the <laughs> ocean scenery. But if you don't want to go like the environmental advocacy route, you can take it in another direction, which is like a more scientific route in the marine biologist branch. From coral reefs to sea turtles, show your love of marine life and the sea. The ocean calls to you. You need the logic and the fitness skill to excel in this branch. And you get a bonus of the master of the sea trait, which um, anyone with the master of the sea trait becomes friends with dolphins and mermaids faster and they can move her and they can maneuver around the ocean much more easily so that to me is more of a reward trait like you complete this career and then you get something out of it that allows you to do something you were not able to do before but you didn't get a camera so you know whatever it's true uh a footnote almost to careers is part-time jobs, which uh, I believe there was a patch that made part-time jobs available to all Sims, not just teens. But mm-hmm. Island Living adds three new part-time jobs, diver, fisherman, and lifeguard. And I want to say they're all rabbit holes. Fisherman. Yes. Yeah. It's like your daily tasks are fishing. But when you go to the actually go to work, it's a rabbit hole. So that just means your Sim disappears right. from the lot and... It's great because you can focus on your other Sims for a while if you're me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It allows you to do like a like a good balance of th- there are and I'm seeing this more and more. I feel like maybe it's just my style of gameplay. But, you know, if you do the work from home choice, you can have it be non rabbit hole and actually go and do the things. But there isn't like a one work location that you have to do it at. And I think that's perfect for this pack. I also think it should be said that there was the patch that opened up more part-time jobs for adults, but and that's available to everyone, but this pack was definitely the catalyst for that happening. Yeah, I would think so. Um, it also added another thing called Odd Jobs, which is similar to your jobs, the gigs that you get through the freelance careers, but they're completely disjoint, like separate from any kind of track. You're just like, oh, I want to make some money, so I'll do these I'll see what the odd jobs board has and you can do all kinds of random things. (laughs) Yeah. It's cool. And it's also, again, super appropriate to this pack. It's sort of like, I don't really have a job, but like I'll pick up some like, you know, some odd jobs here and there. The display is sort of like Craigslist. Yeah. Um, In a sense, it's like, Hey, I'm looking for someone to help pick up this big thing and move it for me. And those are, those are rabbit holes for sure. Right. And it's a, it's interesting. Uh, I haven't actually done one yet, but like it's kind of a callback to Sims 3 when you get those like opportunities. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. 
I didn't even think of it that way, but that makes yeah. a lot of sense. But, you know, Sims 4, like I said, it's really like evolving with our culture. Um, and I feel like it's so interesting to see how the developers are like, well, people are moving away from traditional career tracks. You know, they're still there and they're part of the game. And a lot of people, you know, are fine, happy with it. But there's also a large part of the economy that like, or the, the culture that's like moving to the gig economy and, and, you know, that kind of freelancer lifestyle. And I think it's so interesting that they have, you know, not only the freelancer track, they've got part-time jobs, they've got work at home jobs, and then they've got odd jobs. It's like, there's so many ways now to, to make money besides just selling stuff on the black market. (laughs) And I think it's really interesting that they're trying to incorporate that. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, you know, everybody works differently and it's kind of reflecting all different types of ways to make a living. Yeah. So there's collections. Um, there are those of you that really love collecting things in The Sims, and I feel you. There's a few new items. Uh, there's uh, in the plant kingdom. There's <laughs> coconut, pineapple, taro root, copper root, and seashells, which are I not don't know plants. How that got put under plants, which are not plants. Uh, nope. Excuse us very much. Uh, seashells are not in fact plants. but there's also seashells. You can collect those by digging in the ocean for the most, or digging in the sand for the most part. I was able to complete my seashell collection. See? (sighs) Seashell collection uh, fairly quickly. She sells seashells by the seashore. She sells seashells by the seashore. Um, She sells seashells by the seashore. I had a sim that just dug, 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 got almost all the shells. I could not get the last couple. And then I added a mermaid to his family and she like got them immediately. So I was like, I don't know, maybe mermaids can find things easier. Maybe I just got lucky. So tips for you from Roxy. Uh, There's also a few new fish. They're tropical fish, naturally. Uh, Buried treasure, Mm -hmm. which are uh, largely to seem to be like body parts of Sulani. It's like the eyes of Sulani, the heart of Sulani, the fingers of Sulani. I don't know what happens when you assemble them all. Maybe body parts of <laughs> maybe some kind of Voltron thing happens. I don't know. I haven't found them all. And there's like Hilarious. coins and things too, like actual buried treasure. Yeah, I'm like I don't know what happened to Sulani. She's been like butchered and strewn about the islands. Girl, you okay? <laughs> um, and you can take you can collect underwater photos. You can't take underwater photos, which is going to get into a lot of issues. Like the people that didn't like this pack are probably the ones that are mad that you can't go and explore underwater. Yeah. I I don't know. I I feel like the, yes, I don't know what else to say about it. I think I spoke a little bit about it in the social bunny episode, but there was definitely some underwater exploration in the Island paradise expansion pack of Sims three. I was under the impression that it was um, the underwater stuff that made the game run slow, but I will just say, uh, it appears that perhaps they felt underwater exploration would be too too much strain on some games, some people's systems, and right. uh, same with houseboats. Like particularly the houseboats, I believe the animations for that uh, really bogged down a lot of systems because there's actually a lot that goes into being on a, a constantly shifting living space. So you know, it's fine. It is what it is. There's still so much more to go over for this pack. We don't even have time. So listeners, we've been talking about this for close to an hour now. And because we know you all have lives and things to do, we're going to save the second half of this discussion for another episode. So stay tuned for mermaids, for dolphins, for everything that comes with, you know, the secrets of the island. 
for another episode. Uh, Definitely tune in in an upcoming week for more information on island living. We couldn't talk about it all in one episode. It was just too much in this pack. So in your face, everybody who said they finished playing everything in a week. Yeah. Yeah. No, so you didn't. we're going to hop back to the real world <laughs> real quick, but definitely listen in for another episode very soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Dag, dag. Bye. Buddies. Dag, dag. Are we under the plumbob.com or under the plumbobpodcast.com? Uh, we're under the plumbob.com. I knew that. I totally knew that. That's why I got it right. Um. <laughs>